Welcome to Thriving in Midlife Podcast, where we are learning to rise and live beyond mediocre. For women in their 40s and 50s, join this community to become the best version of yourself. I'm Cheryl Esch, the creator of this podcast, with the desire to see all women in their 40s and 50s live to their fullest potential. So let's get started with today's episode. Well, hello, my beautiful thriving community. Welcome back to Thriving in Midlife. I hope you had a chance to listen to the last episode talking about detoxing and just some three quick tips I gave you on just some little things that you could start doing. Kind of gave an overview of what toxins are and what they do to our bodies. Well, in today's episode, we're going to dive deeper into two specific areas in which we need in our lives and they are filled with toxins depending on you know your environment and that is water and air we need both to survive so it's really important that we notice and realize what is entering our bodies through those um, sources We also know that we can't survive without water and air. Today, I'll start by telling you what toxins are typically found in your typical drinking water. And then we'll talk specifically more about indoor air, since that is what you're able to control. And being that, you know, this past year, year and a half almost, that we've been indoors mostly, although I do see a lot more people getting outside during covid that it's really important to evaluate the air situation in your own home and make sure that you are purifying that to help relieve any burden on your body. So we have too many toxins, as I mentioned in the last episode, then it becomes a burden on our bodies and harder for us to uh, flush those toxins out if we have too much in our systems. I'll begin by talking about the toxins in in the water. So we know that our water has many chemicals in it, and I'm talking tap water. I'll get to bottled water in a moment in general about that. So our, our water that comes out of the tap typically has fluoride, chlorine, lead, arsenic, radon, and a bunch of pesticides, disinfectants of byproducts, residue of antibiotics, birth control, and other pharmaceuticals that get into our water through actually our urination process. As we, you know, flush them down the toilet, they do. They're hard to uh, filter out in our our water plants, so they end up staying in our water source. All of these substances, especially um, pesticides such as glyphosate, which we know is Roundup, are known to cause cancer. Um, But I'll get into more specifics on each one. Um, As you also know, maybe you learned this in high school or middle school, that the average human body, adult, has 60% water in their body. And as an infant, it's higher. It's typically around 75%. So putting water into our bodies is 
very important also to continue the processes of our bodies to keep all of our systems working so that we don't get dehydrated and we can also flush out our systems by water. So let's talk about fluoride. And you think, well, fluoride's not so bad. It's in our toothpaste. And that's a whole nother topic. Well, I'll talk about fluoride in your toothpaste later. But um, fluoride was added to our water back in around the 1960s. It was pretty widely used. Um, But it was solely introduced into our water system to help reduce tooth decay. And since then, it's been added to toothpaste to mitigate the same thing. However, um, fluoride, especially long-term use of it, can negatively affect brain development. There was a 2019 research by Environment International that said fluoride is linked to ADHD, lower IQs, dementia, and Alzheimer's. And we know that a lot of those particular um, issues have been on the rise. And so it makes you think, you know, is there a connection there? Um, is all this fluoride even really necessary? And in my opinion, no. So, um, and then we have chlorine, which is important to kind of destroy um, all the bacterias and viruses that might be in the waters. Um, but again, there's so much overuse of chlorine and there's some byproducts of it that actually are um, cancer causing. So it does, it is linked to asthma symptoms, food allergies, bladder and erectile cancer. And because it destroys every living organism and tissues inside the body, it makes sense that it is considered a carcinogenic. And then we have lead. Um, Lead can easily just leach from lead pipes. We know that lead caused a crisis. Maybe some of you are familiar with the Flint water crisis. Um, It started in 2014 and actually continued through 2019, uh, where their drinking water in the city of Flint, Michigan, was contaminated with lead. So we understand that uh, lead can be very um, detrimental to people's health. There's also um, arsenic that is often found in water drinking water. Now, this is a natural byproduct of groundwater in a number of the countries. However, it can be highly toxic in inorganic form. And um, long-term exposure to arsenic from drinking water can cause skin lesions and cancer. It's also been associated with cardiovascular disease and diabetes. So arsenic is also used industrially as an alloying agent and it works in the process of glass pigments textiles paper metal adhesives wood also in pharmaceuticals Um, people who smoke tobacco can also be exposed to arsenic since tobacco plants uh, have arsenic naturally present um, in the soil that they grow in 
And then, of course, I mentioned the uh, pesticides. And those are the big cause of carcinogenics also that cause cancer. So how many also remember the movie Erin Brockovich and how she fought for a small town and their water source was contaminated and all those people were getting sick with cancer and other serious illnesses. And that was based on a true story. So it is true. And even the World Health Organization and I will actually have them cited in my notes, um, talk a lot about arsenic and its um, negative effects on the body. So we can see there's a lot that is not so great in our waters. Um, So, okay, so you say, well, I'm going to go buy bottled water. Well, that's not always so good either. Um, Some of it is because We don't really know if that water that they're putting in that bottle is actually purified. They could, again, just be using tap water and bottling it. Um, There's been some, people have done some testing on that and have found that there are some brands that aren't truly using uh, purified water. But then there's the other aspect that I'm against, and that is that the water bottles are in plastic and they are in plastic that of course leaches plastic bpas are leached into your water which also is a carcinogenic and we don't know how long that the water's been in the plastic we also don't know how many times it's gone from the heat which actually makes it release more into the water so when you're leaving a water bottle in your car and it's a hot summer day, um, don't ever drink that water because that plastic has already started to melt and kind of leach those plastics even more into your water. So I'm against bottled water because of that, um, the plastic. It's also, so BPA is known as a xenoestrogen that disrupts the endocrine system, which causes a lot of issues for women, especially us that are going through perimenopause or menopause, in that it activates, binds to and activates the estrogen receptor. Um, and so it makes that, that disruption, that process vulnerable. Um, and we're already dealing with these imbalances in our hormones. And so we don't need to be adding anything else to that. So I highly recommend um, no plastic water bottles. Carry around with you some um, purified water in either a stainless steel or a glass container and keep that with you and take it with you. I also recommend you get a very high level water filtration system. And that can just be as... uh, simple as I use a Berkey water filtering system. And this provides both a charcoal um, filter and a white filter, which uh, filters out a lot of the more of the chlorine 
and those kind of substances. So for example, um, a Berkey will remove the following things, uh, Berkey filters. They do remove 99.9% of viruses. Um, same with pathogen, pathogenic bacteria. Uh, it removes bromoform, chloroform, chlorine, also at 99%. Um, it removes pesticides, also at a high level, that a lab um, often will not detect because they are kind of below that lab detection limits. Uh, it removes heavy metals, such as we mentioned the lead, but also um, removes mercury, nickel, iron. E. coli, it's, it's a phenomenal um, system. There are some others, I'm sure, out there, but you want to definitely make sure that there's at least um, a carbon filter along with the regular like fluoride and chlorine filters. Um, and actually, we've been using a Berkey for several, several years now that even my 18-year-old son, he will only drink Berkey water now. I mean, he takes it with him. He has some glass bottles or he puts it, fills up his um, big metal container and um, he will not touch tap water and he actually doesn't even bother with bottled water anymore either. He prefers the Berkey water. He def definitely tastes the difference and we're sending him off to college and he's actually going to take a Berkey filter with him, Berkey. So he's, he's going to be all set and I'm so proud and relieved that as a mom that that was something that uh, he's also noticing for himself. So let's talk about the air that we breathe, our indoor air. So I want you to think back, maybe you learned, maybe again in school, that indoor air is up to five times more toxic than the air outside. Or maybe you're just finding that out right here for the first time. So our indoor air is comprised of anything from asbestos fibers to lead paint dust to VOCs, which are emitted from building materials or um, new carpeting, or it also can emit from paints. My biggest pet peeve also is air fresheners uh, that are toxic. So in order to clean up and purify our indoor air to reduce again those toxins that I'm talking about trying to reduce how much is coming into our bodies is both um, prevention and intervention strategies. So a couple things that you can do is get yourself a really good, some really good air filters for your home. And they could be, you know, different ones that you can put into your, you know, different rooms to help pull out some of the, the toxic air. You could also buy some plants. There's actually some plants that help to um, kind of attract and pull out some uh, toxins in the air. And one of them is known as the snake plant, although it does have a more technical name. Um, and those are actually really great in um, the bathrooms to help pull out some of those toxins as well. 
Some other indoor plants would include like a spider plant, aloe vera plant, um, English ivy, to just name a few. But you want to put some living plants, not silk plants that are just going to attract dust, um, but actual plants that will help purify the air in your home. Um, I do not have a green thumb. Well, sort of, but not really. I tend to neglect my indoor plants, but I have a few. I have a snake plant that has survived several years under my care. And so if I can manage to keep a snake plant alive, then you can um, certainly do so as well and add that to your list to help purify your air. Another way to get rid of some toxins in your air within your home is ditch the dryer sheets because they admit chemicals and they're just perfumed and it's just not healthy. Instead, a great alternative would be use dryer balls. They're wool balls. And if you like some scent, you can add some essential oils to the dryer balls. And uh, that's what I use. And actually, my clothes dry a little quicker with the dryer balls and I don't have any static cling either. Another way that you can reduce your toxic air is look at your cleaning products, which I'll probably end up maybe even talking about a little deeper as I maybe dive deeper into this toxic uh, toxin uh, series. But cleaning products emit a lot of chemicals unnecessarily. And you're actually also spending lots of money that you don't need to, okay? So for example, you could be using things like vinegar water or um, I use some essential oils as well to clean. Um, Murphy's oil soap is still good to maybe if you need to use to hardwood floors or uh, wood tabletops, but all those chemicals that are in cleaning products are only harming you. And again, a lot of those are known, have known carcinogenics in them. So you want to try to slowly get rid of those. I know it's a process, but slowly start replacing some of those cleaning products for some more natural uh, products for yourself. And then my biggest pet peeve in indoor air, and I will actually I will leave a space, a home, a, a business if I smell or even, you know, a lot of times I can see it is those uh, plug-in air fresheners and they are really, really bad. Outside of just the perfume that they have, they do carry with them, again, a lot of carcinogenics such as benzene, formaldehyde, phthalates, and more. And for example, formaldehyde is a known carcinogenic. Um, It has measured at high levels. So I'm not just talking about the plugins. These are also the sprays or the solids that you might have of any kind of those air fresheners. They have high concentrations of VOCs. Um, So please, please, please get rid of those and use something like again, a natural product such as, again, essential oils is 
the best alternative for if you want your house to have a nice little scent, um, but not to go where it's toxic. Plus, there's a lot of benefits to um, diffusing essential oils in which they can help with many things. Um, Concentration, breathing, kind of just your whole mood can change. Particularly like, you know, in Texas here, it's been raining a lot. I think it's finally done, but during that time, I was diffusing a lot of um, the citrus, such as orange or lemon or grapefruit, and just to kind of keep my spirits up, um, it definitely helped. So these are ways that you can help clean up your air and your water, folks. And those are two vital substances that we need for our bodies to, in order to survive. So it's even more important that what we're taking in is pure and it's not full of toxins or potential carcinogenics because we want to be healthy. We want to live a long, thriving life. And so I would recommend as you think about these different areas, maybe begin just by stop buying bottled water buy a filtration system. And even if you can't afford a Berkey, um, get something to get you get you started um, so that you also don't have to um, drink tap water, which can also be pretty toxic. And then as far as your air, again, start taking small steps to mediate your air quality inside your home so that it too is a beneficial place to live and thrive and be. I want you to live a long and healthy life like I choose to. So I'm hoping that you will try to make some of these changes, even if they're just gradual. And I know, for example, replacing all of your cleaning products may seem like it would be expensive, but actually what I'm suggesting you use will save you money and it's a great alternative as well for your health. So think about these ways in which you can reduce toxins into your body. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have questions, you want to make a comment, please message me and also leave a review and please subscribe or share with your friends. And we'll see you next time on Thriving in Midlife. And let's all thrive together and live beyond mediocre. Thank you. Hey folks, I just wanted to add a quick um, announcement that I am going to have a guest speaker on on uh, the July 6th episode coming up. And I hope you will listen. And her name is Maggie Pearson from life by design and she will be talking about detoxing as well as part of my series here so i hope you'll take a listen to all the series of detoxing and you'll be ready to hear what she has to share with you on july 6th thank you i want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today and i hope that if you are not a current subscriber that you will subscribe as you can find me anywhere on apple spotify google iHeartRadio, Overcast, and I'm also on Instagram under 
thriving in midlife, all one word. So please share this with your friends, leave a review or any comments, and don't forget to rise above and thrive.